0: Imagine engaging in a trade with your biggest arch nemesis. Well, that could become a reality this offseason as rumor has it the Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees might be executing a trade. You are locked on Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbutt, former ESPN social media associate and current host of the Boston Balling podcast. And I am here to bring you the latest in all things Boston Red Sox, Monday through Friday, straight to your favorite podcast feed for free. And honestly, if it's free, why would you not do it? You also should download the SiriusXM app because that is also free and you can catch the home broadcast of every Red Sox game so that you don't have to miss a single game or a single pitch even. And who would want to miss a single pitch? Maybe you're trying to decompress after a long work day or you're out doing errands and your day is super chaotic. The Red Sox could be a great way to help relieve some of that stress from the day that you just had. So if you have access to the broadcast on the SiriusXM app, then you don't have to worry about waiting till you get home and putting the game on and maybe still being in a bad mood from work. So you can get in on the action right away by downloading the app, searching Red Sox, and you can get the home broadcast of every game. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical.com. Thank you for making Lockdown Red Sox your first listen of every day. And as we sit here and go through this offseason and take a look at what the Red Sox offseason might look like and what their biggest needs are, the question then becomes, how do the Red Sox execute the moves they need to make to get the players in here that they need to formulate a playoff caliber team? once again. And everyone can agree at this point that starting pitching is the biggest need, but some infield help, particularly in the middle infield, is also a need for this team. And according to the Twitter buzz and some rumors, the Red Sox at the trade deadline last year were potentially interested in acquiring Yankee second baseman Glaber Torres. And this wasn't as talked about, but the Yankees were also supposedly interested in Alex Verdugo. And now, according to Rob Bradford from WEEI, the teams could be engaging in talks about those two players again in this offseason. So I've seen some comparisons on Twitter of the two players. And first of all, what I'd like to say is thinking about doing a trade with the Yankees is kind of cringy to me. They are enemies. We hate them. They hate us. We're not supposed to be doing things to help them, and they're not supposed to be doing things to help us. It's just a really weird concept to me. But the Red Sox have done it before. They've executed in trades before the Adam Adovino trade a couple seasons ago that shocked a lot of people because the Red Sox and Yankees actually did business together for the first time in a long time. But – If they were to make this happen, the Yankees have a surplus of infielders right now, and they need an outfielder. The Red Sox have the opposite problem. They have a surplus of outfielders, but need an infielder. And I've been saying that Alex Verdugo should be a trade piece for the Red Sox to consider this offseason, and he makes sense to me as a player that likely should and will be moved. Whether that was to a team in the division, I wasn't really expecting or referring to, but I do think that there's a possibility that this trade does happen. If it's just a one for one trade, the Red Sox are getting a really good hitter in Glaber Torres. He was arguably the best offensive second baseman in the AL in 2023. Glaber launched 25 home runs and drove in 68 runs to go along with a stat line of a 273 batting average, 347 on base percentage, and 453 slugging. He would be a significant upgrade for Boston over what they currently have at second base. I think it would surprise people. If this does happen, but what the Red Sox are losing is a player in Alex Verdugo who hit 264 on the season in 2023 with 54 RBIs and five stolen bases. He also had an on-base percentage of 324 and a slugging percentage of 421. Um overall, he had a decent season. Not a great season, but not a horrible one either. The second half of the season was worse for him than the first half. He had a couple of disciplinary issues causing him to be benched by Alex Cora a couple of times. So that all is a knock against Verdugo. The Red Sox are by far getting a better hitter out of the deal if they acquire Torres. And it's a significant upgrade at second base in general for Boston. Now, the opposite side of that is because Verdugo is not as talented of a player as glaber is right now the question then becomes well would the yankees even really agree to a 1v1 trade like that because i'm seeing a lot of people on twitter red sox fans yankees fans alike just straight up making the comparison of you know the red sox would make out so much better if it was just straight up torres for verdugo which is true the red sox would win that situation pretty easily but I don't necessarily think the Yankees are too blind to realize that that would be the situation. I think they would ask for more from the Red Sox in that deal. And then the question becomes, would the Red Sox want to pull the trigger on a deal like that? If they have to give up some more key assets in the Red Sox dream world, they could make it a one for one situation. The Red Sox get Torres, Torres, the Yankees get Verdugo, but I don't see it working that way. Whether the trade happens, I think, could be a little more unlikely. Rob Bradford is a very reliable source, so he's definitely getting his information somewhere. But just because the Red Sox and Yankees have both shown interest in a player from the opposite team doesn't always mean that trade is going to happen. And I think if anybody's going to put a pause on it, I think it would be the Yankees saying, well, we don't want just Verdugo in the deal. We want more than that if we're going to give up our second baseman who really helped our team stay afloat last year. And the Red Sox might come back and say, well, who else would you want in the deal if that was the case? And then if they start listing a pitcher like a Tanner Houck or Cutter Crawford type, that the Red Sox are planning to use in their pitching staff in 2024, the Red Sox could completely shut that idea down. Or if they ask for a top prospect to go along with Alex Verdugo, which I totally could see them doing to make the deal more worthwhile for them, then the Red Sox, again, might say we don't really want to go for that. So I'm not thinking that this trade would likely happen I don't think anybody could argue that Glaber Torres would make the Red Sox a better team overall with his numbers, especially offensively during the 2023 season. He could really contribute to making the Red Sox a better overall baseball team. But is it worth giving up the price they would have to pay to get him? Maybe not, because there is another player who plays second base that the Red Sox are potentially linked with. That could also be a good fit and wouldn't require giving up that same price. And I'm going to be discussing that next. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. I'm thankful for that connection we have. And today I want our chat to be a little more personal. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered, my friend. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics for Cialis, Viagra, and Revatio prescriptions. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. If anything, it just might make you feel more at ease to do it, so I would definitely head to jacemedical.com and use that LOCKEDON promo code so that you can get the 20% off. Also, while you're looking that up, you should download the SiriusXM app and search Red Sox. They have access to the home broadcast of every game so that you don't have to miss a single pitch Of Red Sox baseball and whether that's you're in the road on the road somewhere or you're traveling a long distance and you don't want to miss the game or you're simply just out at the grocery store because it was the only night that week that you could get it done maybe you could just put your headphones in and listen to the Red Sox game while you're doing your shopping it's a great way to pass the time and make it a little more bearable so I would download the Sirius XM app today to make sure that you don't have to miss a single pitch in talking about potential players to help fill the Red Sox roster in 2024. There's a lot of rumors going around about Yankees, Glaber Torres potentially being a fit in Boston and the Yankees getting outfielder Alex Verdugo in return. Now, While the chances of that happening to me are pretty slim, it could happen. But the Red Sox could decide not to acquire a second baseman via trade and go a different route in free agency because they have been linked to Whit Merrifield in the last couple days. He now is a veteran who has a lot of experience and plays in the infield. He finished off the 2023 season with a 272 batting average, 11 home runs, 67 RBIs, and 26 stolen bases. He had a 318 on base percentage and a 382 slugging. So, again, a significant upgrade from anything the Red Sox have at second base right now. One thing I really like about him is his plate discipline. In 2023, he only swung at 36.4% of pitches outside the strike zone, and he swung at 70.1% inside the strike zone. So overall, his swing percentage is a 50.9%, and he makes contact 87.7% of the time um, with pitches inside the zone. And he also, outside the zone, even though he doesn't swing at them a lot, makes contact with 74.1% of those pitches outside the strike zone. So it's a promising sign if the Red Sox were to acquire somebody like him because they want somebody who has experience and can be a disciplined hitter. Maryfield and the Blue Jays decided not to exercise his option for 2024 for the season, which means he is now a free agent. It it makes a lot of sense for him to end up in Boston because he can provide some value in the clubhouse as well, not necessarily the way that Justin Turner did because it's hard to replicate how much of an impact Justin Turner made on this Boston Red Sox team. But they need somebody to come in and be that team leader because I don't think Devers is quite at that point yet where he's ready to fully be the guy. And the Red Sox are looking for the guy who's going to lead that clubhouse in that type of manner that Turner did. And assuming Turner isn't back in 2024, Merrifield is a good fit for that role because of how much experience he's had and he's been well-liked. He's been on a Kansas City Royals team where he was the best player and then went to a Blue Jays team that was a little more competitive, and he had a good variety of talent around him, so he can kind of attest to being in both situations. So I like the idea of him. The Red Sox would have to be willing to commit the type of money that he'll be looking for in order to bring him on, but they also would have to realize that they're committing to paying him the type of money he wants when it would be likely a temporary second baseman because eventually Marcelo Meyer is going to be ready. And by eventually, I really mean in probably the next year or two. So you don't want to invest in a long-term second baseman because likely Trevor Story will end up getting moved back to second base when Meyer is ready to come up and resumes his rightful spot at shortstop so you don't necessarily want a second baseman who's going to be a longer term commitment right now because you don't really need that so that's why i'm a little bit more hesitant on the trade for glaber torres than i am the Whit Merrifield signing because obviously torres is very talented but the red sox would need to extend him if that were going to be the case and then it becomes well what do we do with trevor story kind of make him a dh Once Marcelo Meyer comes up, if he's still here, that could be a possibility too, if they go the Glaber Torres route, decide to trade for him and then extend him and then allow Trevor Story to primarily DH and not have to take on as much of the workload in the field. So that certainly is an option as well, but Glaber Torres still isn't that veteran guy that You would look at in the clubhouse and say oh he's our team leader Whit Merrifield could be that guy Justin Turner I expected would be that guy because I just heard so many things about the type of clubhouse and locker room leader he is and if I'm a fan of any team I want somebody like that on my squad to help lead everybody and keep people on track so Merrifield kind of makes a lot of sense for Boston right now. He could be a good fit. I don't think he'd be overly expensive because he knows where he's at in his career right now. And he really is just trying to play somewhere. Um, And it makes sense that he chose not to exercise the option with the Blue Jays because it makes sense for him to go out and see what he can get for a contract. And same with Justin Turner. I mean, he didn't exercise his player option with the Red Sox for 2024 because He owes it to himself after the season he had in 2023 to see what options are out there and see if there's a better fit for him. So the Whit Merrifield situation is one to keep an eye on over the next couple months because the Red Sox are in the market for a second baseman right now. Craig Breslow acknowledged it. He said he wants to improve the defense in the middle infield. And by signing Whit Merrifield, we know he can play defense, So it's not like they'd be playing a guessing game by bringing somebody in like Louis Urias who had struggled before that and expecting them to just get the job done. There wouldn't really need to be that expectation of, oh, hopefully he can get the job done when you know that he can, because he's proven himself to be somebody who can. So I like the idea of what Merrifield again Gleber Torres is also a good player, but there could be more of a plus side right now to signing Merrifield to a shorter term deal. Coming up, I'm going to be talking about a pitcher who very much could be traded this offseason and the Red Sox could emerge as a candidate for him. So that's coming up next. Don't forget that Locked on Red Sox is ready and available wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes dropping Monday through Friday straight to your favorite feed for free. I will be here, especially as we get into what will hopefully be an exciting offseason for the Boston Red Sox and one you probably won't want to miss because with a new face at the helm, there's a lot of hope that the Red Sox can do something this offseason to make fans excited. That was the one thing about last year and even really the last couple of off seasons in general that the Red Sox as an organization failed to do was have an off season that can make the fans truly excited and confident in the upcoming season. So hopefully they can do that this off season, make a splash and they feel the roster that I feel can compete in 2024 because part of, waiting around for baseball season to start again is being excited for your team to return. And if the Red Sox roster were to look the same as 2023, we would not be excited for the team to return. So Tune in every day, new episodes dropping as we progress through this offseason. Also, don't forget to check out Locked on MLB and Locked on MLB Prospects. Both shows give great insight about the general landscape of what's going on across the board. So Locked on MLB could be a great resource during this free agency season just to see where other teams stand compared to the Red Sox and lots on MLB prospects is a great resource for if the Red Sox do trade for somebody and they're giving up some prospects, what are they really giving up in those prospects? Are these guys that had the potential to stick around long-term and be with the Boston Red Sox or somebody who might not have been part of the long-term picture. So check out those two shows. Follow me on Twitter at gabbyhurlbut 10 and follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Red Sox, and we can certainly continue the conversation that way. Also, don't forget to download the SiriusXM app and search Red Sox because you can get the home broadcast of every Red Sox game there straight to your favorite podcast feed. And it's so much fun because you can really get the Red Sox at any time and any place. For a game. If you want to be able to not miss out on anything and always be caught up, Sirius XM is the way to go. So download the app today. As the Boston Red Sox progress through the offseason and figure out what moves can make sense for them, who might be a good fit in Boston, there is a name now that potentially could be on the trade market in pitcher Corbin Burns. The Brewers came out and said they are willing to have conversations about any and all of their players, which is unfortunate because there definitely was potential with that team. And they were a playoff team in 2023. Obviously, they ran into those red-hot Diamondbacks who were just playing very good baseball. But they are seemingly willing to move players and do what they need to do to kind of get themselves back on track. So now knowing that information – Pitcher Corbin Burns could be on the market and he is somebody who the Red Sox have been linked with. He finished the 2023 season with a 3.39 ERA with a record of 10 and 8 over 32 games pitched. Um 193 innings pitched total. I like the fact that he pitched, you know, well, but the question becomes is he worth investing in for the Boston Red Sox? He has a good variety of pitches um, in terms of what he uses. He actually uses his cutter most of the time. He uses that at a rate of 55.2%. Um, he also uses a changeup a good amount of the time. That is at an 11.2% rate. And then you have his curveball that he uses – about 17.2% of the time. And the fastball only really comes about 7.8%. So he's good at the off-speed pitches, which will keep opposing hitters on their toes. So that's why he's been able to have a lot of success in his career is because he's been able to throw a variety of different pitches and keeps opposing hitters confused. So I like that about him. Um, But the question becomes what would the asking price be for him? I imagine the asking price would be pretty high because he's overall been a reliable pitcher in Milwaukee, so they are probably going to want a decent return. I think infielder Nick York could be a potential option for the Boston Red Sox to trade If they were to trade for him, he's currently in double A with the Sea Dogs in 2023. He had a 268 batting average with a 350 on base percentage and 13 home runs. There's a lot of hype around him. The Red Sox don't have, you know, a ton of infield depth, but they do have some other players down there. So if The Brewers wanted a prospect that could be a longer-term investment. York could be the way to go. I'm not saying I want the Red Sox to part ways with him because I think he's a good young talent that could be good for the Red Sox down the road. But something's got to give if you want to get the players that you need. And they do need to prioritize pitching more than anything right now. So they have to be willing to part ways with some of these prospects. So I think York could be an option If the Red Sox don't exercise a trade of Alex Verdugo to the Yankees for Glaber Torres, Verdugo could be the centerpiece in a trade package there. If they do want Burns, they could try to work out a situation with Milwaukee where they give them Alex Verdugo, who's a proven player. And then maybe you put him in there with York and maybe Emmanuel Valdez gets considered because he has a lot of talent and he's the type of player who I could see staying or moving because his talents could end up elsewhere, but he's a defensive liability. So the Red Sox would have to trade a couple other key pieces in order to make that happen. So I'm looking at a trade where if the Red Sox do acquire Burns, that sounds great to me, but it will come with a cost and the Red Sox and people around the organization need to be okay with accepting that cost that comes with that. And if you decide to trade for Corbin Burns, that could be your number two starter and then go and get Yamamoto as your ace, who I've been preaching for even before the season ended. Very high anticipated prospect um coming over from overseas to, play here. And the Red Sox should be heavily pursuing him. They should be aggressively out there looking for that number one guy. And if you have Yamamoto as your number one, and then that one-two punch of him and Corbin Burns, that's a really good top two starters in your organization. And then Brian Bayo at the number three. I mean, Bayo is a three- to me, almost a two, but imagine him being in there and he doesn't have to be anything above a number three next season. So that'll allow for there to be less pressure on him for his development process, because you have those two solid guys at the top of the rotation. So Bayo, if he is still a number three, that could be totally acceptable because then he can take the time to really work on that development process and make himself more marketable So that by the 2025 season, maybe he's getting closer to a number two starter at that point. So that would be a great scenario for the Boston Red Sox. From a pitching standpoint, they could go the free agency route as well. There are pitchers on the free agent market that they could go after. I don't know that they would necessarily want to do that. Um, It depends on who the pitcher is because... These starting pitchers on the market know that they're going to be well desired, especially a pitcher like Aaron Nola or Jordan Montgomery, who absolutely shoved in the postseason. Their value went up. So teams are going to be heavily pursuing guys like that. So they're going to want a lot of money. So the Red Sox are going to have to be willing to accept that that will probably be their number two guy. And if they want one of these pitchers, they're going to have to be willing to spend the money because there are teams out there that will throw the money at them if the Boston Red Sox don't. I'd prefer they start on the free agent market first before looking into trade scenarios. But if the right situation arises and they can work out a good deal to acquire Corbin Burns and they're not giving up too many of their top high-caliber prospects, then I am okay with that scenario. I think it would be a matter of it has to be the right fit, and knowing the Red Sox have all this cap space now and they have the ability to go out on the free agent market and get players that way, they should start by taking advantage of that. But Corbin Burns with a great in a Red Sox uniform, he has a lot of upside, a lot that he can bring to the table – So as a Red Sox fan, it would be hard to dislike that move. As always, the Red Sox will do what they're going to do. We'll find out soon enough what direction they're going to go in, who they're going to pursue, how aggressive they're going to be in certain areas. What happens, just remember to keep the faith. Go Red Sox, and I will catch you on the flip side.